Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Episode 22. Dropping comparisons, releasing judgment, and focusing on you with life coach Jacqueline Hurst. Welcome to the Alternatively Healthy Podcast. I am your host, Becky Rabin, personal trainer, wellness coach, and founder of online wellness magazine, Alternatively Healthy. This is your high vibe, soul soothing weekly dose of wellness. Each week, I will be getting up close and personal, bringing you conversation and insight with some of the wellness industry's most renowned health practitioners, coaches, experts, and thought leaders from around the world. Through our podcast, we hope to give you all the information, resources, and tools that you need to help shape the healthiest and happiest version of you. Jacqueline Hurst is the UK's leading specialist in advanced structured hypnotherapy. She also works as a life coach and master NLP practitioner and is a well-known expert in her field. With many tools in her box, she uses a unique, specialized, and highly sophisticated technique to help clients drop their negative thoughts and behaviors to get past their own limitations once and for all. Jacqueline is GQ Magazine's resident therapist and is regularly featured in media as an expert in her field, including the Sunday Times, The Telegraph, Harper's Bazaar, The Times, Easy Living Magazine, The Daily Mail, BBC London, Talk Radio, and The Oprah Winfrey Network. Jacqueline is also the founder of The Life Class, an online life coaching school where people can either learn to become a certified life coach or simply work on their own self-development and mind management. In this episode, we get up close and personal with Jacqueline, talking all things, dropping comparisons, releasing judgment and guilt, and turning all that focus onto you instead of what's going on out there. Hello. Hello. Hi, Jackie. (laughs) Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Very well. Good. I am super excited to have you here today on the All Healthy podcast because I guess for me, like all things wonderful in this world, we kind of just fell upon each other, didn't we? It's funny, isn't it, how that works? I mean, I'm a really big believer. I'm sure we'll get into this into, you know, our conversation, but I'm a really big believer of like it's working how it's meant to. And, you know, I've met quite a few people in such random ways when it comes to my business, like people through Twitter or Instagram. You know, it's just... It's just amazing, isn't it? I just am a really big believer of it. Yeah. I think for me, people kept telling me about you and they were like, oh, you've got to get her on. You've got to speak to, you've got to reach out to her. And you just kept coming up for conversations. I was like, right, I need to reach out. And then we kind of just found each other. And I love that. And today we're going to be massively focusing on, as you said, like really just trusting and tuning into you and being open to things like that happening, but also on something that's really, I guess, very close to something I've dealt with all my life. And also what a lot of my audience message me and say, and and that is of comparing yourself to others Mm. and learning to be a little bit less affected by what others A, think of you or Mm. B, do to you. And I'm someone who 
I guess really has been affected in the past. I was always such a people pleaser, firstly, and also really cared about what other people thought of me. And for too many years, that blocked me from doing what I love. So really mm-hmm. keen to go on to that. But I guess before we go any further, I know you have a bit of a, an incredible story like most of my podcast guests do. So please do <laughs> share your story on how you wound up here helping all these thousands of people that you've helped. It's a bit of a random story, really, because it's one of those things that you look back and you think, oh, my gosh, it was so perfect. So for me, I hit crisis when I was about 10 years old and I got quite heavily into all the wrong roots of life by the time I was 14, 15. I was basically completely sparked out so that I didn't have to feel anything. I was stuck in a drug addiction that I couldn't step away from. I was stuck in exercise addiction. I was stuck in diet mentality and trying to be as thin as I could. I was really quite a severe addict, I think is the word. So then by the time that I was 25, I had a moment where I decided it was sort of enough was enough and I had to get well. And really from that day, which was actually the 27th of August, 15 years yeah, it was. And, oh my God, that's a really special day in my life. How is it? How come? Yeah, it's the day that my dad died but, oh my but God. before I was born. But it's like the day that like me and my family always, it was a very special day. That's crazy. That is crazy. Don't you love it? <laughs> it's a special day. So we'll be speaking in future every year. Yeah. So that send love to each other. Um, Absolutely. It was a big deal. And I think, you know, I went through recovery. I went through NA, AA, CA, OA, all of it. I went through all of this stuff for a really long time. And some things worked for me and some things didn't. And I realized as I was getting clean and sober and better, I would say, that a lot of this was to do with my mindset. I mean, I need to be honest that when I got clean that day, I was like 90 pounds in weight. I'm five foot six. My hair was falling out. My nails were coming off. I was jaundiced. I mean, I was a really sick girl. And every day I just wanted to get better you know I got to therapy I did a load of and then I got to this place where I sort of thought you know I've done a lot of work but I don't want to stay labeled as you know an addict and alcoholic and anorexic I want to get better they kept talking about this bridge to normal living and I was like I don't want to stand on the bridge I want to cross the bloody bridge and move on and have a life you know so I decided that the best way to do it was to do it for myself. And so I traveled basically around the world and started to study about mindset, about my brain, about how all of this stuff worked. And it was a point where it was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to just get better. And I studied and studied and studied and studied. I had a lot of different teachers, you know, people saying all different things. And I worked out what was right for me. And when I came back to London, people kept coming up to me and they kept saying to me, hey, Jacqueline, you know, could I ask you, what do you think about this? Or what should I do about that? Or blah, 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 blah. And I was so open-minded at this point. And I thought, my gosh, I think I'm here for bigger things. Like, I think I'm here to be doing this and have going through all of that in order to help people. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to start a baby business and just see how this goes. Yeah. And that's what I did. And, you know, I've been very lucky. It's grown and grown and grown and grown. I've worked for people that I, you know, would have only ever dreamt of before. You know, I've been part of many amazing experiences, working with lots of different people, brands, concepts, And, you know, I was going through some stuff the other day and I've realized I've worked since like turning 25 and sort of helping people do this as well. I've worked with over 5,126 and that's a lot of people. And I think, you know, I have to say to you that 
it's a beautiful experience to go through. And I also need to say, I'm also myself still learning. Like I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, I've done all this work and I've done all this stuff and I've got it. Because <laughs> I don't think any of us do, but I do think what's important is to remain open-minded and willing to constantly be learning. So it may be that I've learned a few more tools than other people and I can help them see that and do that. But I don't put myself in a place of being this perfect person that's got it all figured out. And I think anyone that does say that to you, run a mile. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's an amazing story of like just pretty much everything that we are ever taught to let go, let it be, the problems, the pathways, like all the things we've focused on, you've epitomized all of that with your whole story. And I think that's probably when we move on to what we're talking about today is one of the biggest things is people are striving for this perfect, aren't they? And they think they have to have it all figured out. And that's, I know for me, I've got frustrated with myself and my journey and where I'm meant to be because I'm like, but I'm not here. I was meant to be here. And instead of noticing how much I have achieved. And the biggest thing I learned this year was all about teachers, mentors and lessons. And you Mm. spoke quite a lot there about how you've had these mentors and these teachers in place and you're always learning. And is that something that you always say to your clients to make sure that they always know that this is always a learning game and there is always so much more to learn? Is that quite a key thing? You know, it's funny, actually, I posted something on Instagram this morning I love Instagram, you know, used correctly. And I planted something this morning about, you know, the day that you plant the seed is not the day that you bear the fruit. And I think a lot of the time we live in this society today, which is very much now, 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 I've got to have it now. And life doesn't work that way. And I think patience is underrated and underestimated. And I think that we need to be talking about that kind of thing. I also think that, you know, this thing of perfection, it always makes me giggle because it's like, I've worked with all these people and I've never met a perfect one. And it's like, why do we think, in quotes, thought process, but why do we think we need to be perfect? I think that's the more important thing. It's like, we're very aware that we're looking on Instagram and seeing Photoshopped pictures and not real life, you know, and this kind of stuff, it's like, you have to start to question your own sort of sanity around that stuff of like, if you really know in your heart perfection doesn't exist, and I'm sure that a lot of us know that, then what is it that you're actually aiming for? And it's yeah. you know, there's always deeper questions to be asking. That's what I do a lot in my office. It's like, you know, it's very hard to do the stuff on our own sometimes, yeah, which is like easy to get a bit of help and go, okay, wait a second, I don't quite get why I'm doing that, because it's always the why. Yeah, and I think that's the biggest thing a lot of us, especially what I'm learning and in my work, the more and more I'm working with people is nobody's tuning in to ask themselves any questions anymore, mainly because they don't know what questions to ask themselves, but also because they don't understand the power of it. And is that something that you would say is kind of one of the common things that you give people like your clients? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I mean, that's the beauty of being able to do this. Also, that's why, you know, sorry, this sounds like a shameless plug and it isn't, but it's just in the right conversation is that's why I built the life class because, you know, it's this course online that teaches you how to ask yourself these questions. And I think we get taught at school, maths and geography and physics. I mean, I sort of got taught some of that, but I got thrown out of most of it because I was on drugs but I mean most of the time people get taught that stuff at school and no one says to you hey this is how you manage your head this is how you manage how you feel this is how you keep yourself managed so that you live a happy life and they don't teach you that and I really am a big believer that if they did I think we'd have a completely different generation of people we'd have happier people we'd have people that were nicer to each other I can't believe you've just said that it's actually given me goosebumps so this morning I did my morning work out yoga meditation and journaling and I journaled this whole concept of going into schools and teaching 
you know, having a syllabus or not or having a class on this where kids learn this from a young age because I just keep thinking like how we all figure it out when we're like 25, 26 and something bad's happened. Yet if we were programmed with that headspace before we even totally. learn anything else, like exactly yeah. as you said, like where would we come? And it's amazing that you've just said that. Maybe that's something we can work on together, going yeah. into these schools and pitching that out. But I think what you've said there, like the planting of the seed thing is also very interesting because I had this conversation literally with a friend yesterday on the way home and she's in the same line of work essentially as I am, but a little bit more travel-based. And we were talking about planting the seed and how things coming into like fruition for me now that I planted seeds for two years ago and that's the key isn't it is not getting frustrated with why is it not happening and why is it not happening and the ability to be able to let go which we will go on to a little bit later but I guess starting afresh is kind of like what is one of the common themes amongst people that come to you and work with you is there a common theme of comparison and not feeling perfect or fulfilled would you say or what kind of things do you deal with mostly in clinic all of that perfectionism, procrastination. I see a lot of people that come and say to me, you know, I have anxiety, which, you know, I'm always so amazed at that. It's like people think that this is something that they have and it's just happened and they can't help themselves and it's very powerless. And, you know, I always find that so interesting because I'm of the school of thought that, you know, I think really creates how I feel. So if my head isn't managed, I'm going to be creating some crazy la-la feelings. Yeah. But once my head is managed, yeah. why do I choose anxiety? And it's like, it's sort of branded around today as this is the thing that I have and I can't get rid of it. But, you know, I'm teaching people actually, it's the, you don't have it, you're creating it. And because you're creating it, you can unable to do. Just depends on how willing you are. I also think a lot of the time people feel less than, people feel not good enough, people feel that they're not worthy and they don't deserve things. And, you know, I'm on this mission to show people that all of that negative thinking is completely unreal and it's not the truth and where do you think that thinking comes from like why are we so hard on ourselves why do we compare ourselves so much to others do you think it's a social thing or do you think it's something that's like innate within us or something that triggered us in childhood i think it's a mixture of everything becky i think a lot of it is definitely childhood stuff i think that a lot of it is the society that we live in today you know everything is based on what you look like and men have got to have six packs and women have got to be ageless and it's a joke really when you step out of that you just think wow like this whole thing is just madness and it's like if we're defining ourselves by the fact that we've got super skin or something or yeah. we're six two and we're a size zero and then we're supposedly perfect and have this perfect life it's like well what happens when you get to 64 like are you meant to not like yourself anymore yeah. like you know it's such a joke and I think that again a lot of that stuff doesn't matter when your head's right because you just don't buy into it and you can wear a pair of nice shoes but it doesn't really mean anything yeah. or you can see someone else in great shoes and it doesn't really mean anything it really comes down to the thinking and how can we go about changing that thinking so that we do have that mindset? Because I was that girl who had to have everything designer. I loved clothes. I was obsessed because I thought all those things make me happy. And I think one of the biggest things I've noticed in my personal self over the last year is I still love all of those things. I can't help it. I walk past something and oh, I have to have those. I love them. But it no longer defines my happiness. Like you said, I have nice shoes, but it doesn't make me. And I have noticed that it stopped me buying as many, but I still mm. love all those nicer things because they make me feel good, but it doesn't define me. So how does someone like differentiate those two mindsets from like wanting and feeling like they need all of those things to be happy? I think it's an unraveling. I think the first step in any work that you do is to become conscious. And a lot of the time we're walking around completely unaware 
that buying a pair of shoes is the answer to all my problems. Like once we become conscious of, hang on a minute, is this really going to make me happy? Or why am I looking for this jolt of happiness in a pair of shoes? Like what's going on for me? Once we can get there, then you can take the steps to change it. But the consciousness is key. And I think you do start to take these steps of understanding this. And then as you say, a pair of shoes is really lovely because they're a pretty color and you think, oh, they're great. And I love high heels and I'm going to put them on. But you know that that is not the answer to your happiness, yeah. right? Absolutely. The be all and end all to being happy that day, <laughs> you know, no. because happiness doesn't come from a person, place or thing. Happiness comes from your mindset, right? Happiness comes from your thinking. It doesn't come from anything other than that. Like it really doesn't. And a lot of people will struggle with that. They'll be like, yeah, but happiness comes from da 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 but it doesn't. Happiness absolutely comes from your head and your thinking. Yeah. The work that I do is, you know, sometimes it's a bit of a process for people and it takes a bit of time to, in quotes, get it because we're so conditioned that material things or being a certain weight or having a six pack or owning a yacht is the answer to all of our problems. And it just isn't. And do you think that the problem in itself is that we're so obsessed with a quick fix that people they really struggle to know that things take time like for me I thought last year was a really learning journey and it's just been like I know we're always learning but the last two years have been really life-changing whereas you were kind of used to that like six weeks to a better you and six weeks to more abs and do you think that's kind of part of the biggest problem with people wanting to unlock that journey I do think that's a big part. Anytime you see six weeks to this or 10 days to that, I just want people that are listening to this to start finding the humor in that because that's just a marketing ploy. And real life is very different. I mean, think about having an operation, for example, and you know, a surgeon will be like, yep, you're going to be up and out in like two weeks. Da, 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 da. But first of all, you need to think about bio-individuality, that everybody's body is different and what might take you two weeks, Becky, might take me four. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's not right or wrong. That's just how it heals. And also your body got its own way of healing so is your brain and so is your mind and it's like the more that we learn to give ourselves a break and to go a little bit slower with these things the better it gets that doesn't mean sit on your ass and do nothing and just expect that the world comes to you because it doesn't but even one little thing every day makes a major difference absolutely and I guess if we go back to like we're looking on social media, we're constantly comparing ourselves to others, we're not tuning into ourselves or we're judging others. How does being in that headspace block our ability to really lead a happy life and kind of be our full potential by having all of that in place? How does it stop us? I think the first thing I want to say to you is that if you're doing things like that, your brain is not managed. I mean, you've got a choice to look through Instagram and be like, oh my God, that's really cool. Or that looks fun. Or I really like this place to go on holiday. She looks like she's having a great time and it's Instagram, Mm -hmm. you know, or you go through Instagram and go, oh my God, I wish I had her bar. I wish I had her dress. I wish I had her money. I wish I blah, blah, blah. And either way is a choice, right? And that's the point, you know, how do you want to do these things? And again, it's about learning how to get your mind right so that when and you are going to go onto Instagram because it's everywhere. And of course, unless you know you want to switch it off from your phone, which you can do as well. But I'm really a big believer of doing these things in the right headset. For example, I love Vogue and I love fashion and I'm really into that kind of thing. And I find it very, for me, therapeutic to switch off sometimes and pick up Vogue and read it. Now, when I do that, I pick up Vogue and I'm very aware that I'm about to pick up a book of pictures that have been photoshopped, that have got clothes in a magazine that are like make me laugh that I wouldn't spend. I mean, I don't know. I haven't got that kind of money, but people will spend, I don't know, £150,000 on a skirt. Mm. <laughs> so yeah. that's, 
And it's like, am I going to look at that and I'm going to do that in the right mindset so that I still find the joy of reading Vogue, right? I'm not picking up Vogue going, oh my God, she's 15 on the front and I'm 41 and this is really sad. And da, da, da. Like my head is right. Yeah. And I think when you can do that, you don't have those sorts of problems anymore. Mm-hmm. So you've got to manage yourself and you've got to learn how to do it. Yeah. And I guess that's my next question is what are some of the tools you give people to learn how to do it? And I know it's a big job and I know there's a lot of unraveling but if there were like three key it's things it's not it's not a major big job Becky what it is is first of all I'm going to say it's an open-mindedness to do it differently because people hang on so much to their beliefs because it's what they think keeps them safe and it's what they know and you know most of the time I would say step one is just be open-minded to doing it differently yeah. and step two is become willing it's like your way is not working in which case you've got to be willing to do it differently and you know beliefs are very strong think about a suicide bomber they have been hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Indoctrinated to believe in quotes that if they strap an explosive around themselves and kill themselves up, they're going to heaven for 72 virgins, you know, and they're doing this amazing thing. That's how strong a belief is. People are willing to kill themselves. So you've got to understand that those kind of beliefs that a lot of the time that we're holding just aren't true. So you've got to be open minded to see it differently. You've got to be willing to look at it another way. And third of all, you've got to understand your way doesn't work, right? So that's the first step before you even start any work and a lot of this stuff it's just practice and a little bit of energy and then you sort of pick it up but consistency is key in the beginning to learn how to do it differently and then once you've done that you can just keep moving and it's practice 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 and you know I love it I have clients come in my office and they're like absolutely sure this problem that they've got is never going to go away Mm. and then over the next you know, I see people usually once a week or twice a week, you know, then it's like, okay, I think I'm getting, I'm not really sure. I'm trying it this way. I'm trying it that way. And then after a while, it's like, oh my God, this thing happened. And I just did that. And this thing happened. And I just did that. And it's just like, I watch these people's lives change. And the beautiful thing is this, Becky, the situations that they're in are not changing. Yeah. It's their thing that's changing. Right. Yeah. And that's 
I love. It's like when you really understand, sorry, I'm going off on a tangent, but when you really understand that you cannot change people and you cannot change things and you cannot change the plane being delayed and you cannot change that your boyfriend's late for dinner for the 14th time, you've got to learn how to change your own thinking because that's creates how you feel. And that's massive. Is a massive part of that letting go and surrendering to what will be will be and what is meant to be will be because I think that's the biggest thing I've learned but I think there is this you let go but then you also need to sow the seeds to be able to let go is that or you also need the mindset to be able to let go and yeah I think you have to learn sorry to interrupt you but I think you have to learn about the mindset because saying to people just let go all sounds great but it's probably the hardest thing in the world to do I know, right? I was, you know, type A holding on to a drug addiction or holding on to a diet pill addiction or whatever it was, you know, and people were saying, you know, just let go, let go. It's like, well, you know, of course I fucking want to let go, but how the fuck do you do it, right? Like, it's really easy to say to someone, you know, just let go and surrender. But that's the hardest thing in the world to do. I think the key is this, Becky, when you understand what you're doing to yourself, that's when you can start to really release the grip a little bit Mm. until you really fully understand that it's you doing this to you no matter what's going on in your life that's when the work really starts to kick in yeah and it is something that just changes every day isn't it it's like a different journey every day a different lesson every day because I think that's the thing is people expect that the moment they've gone okay I'm making this decision again they think right that's it now it's got to go away surely but it's the daily like reminder as you said like I have implemented things in place now when I go on Instagram, you know, either I don't do it at a certain times, so try not to do it first thing in the morning or try not to do it just before I go to bed or I'm going into it with a headspace of like, okay, just like put your filter on, enjoy it for what it's for and don't get caught up in what she's doing and what he's doing and what that person's doing. But is that literally just the case? You've just got to get in your head like don't. Yes, but no. I mean, first of all, you've got to get your thinking right. So before you do these sorts of things you know you've got to manage your mind you've got to understand this stuff so that you can I feel like all that stuff sounds quite controlling to me of like yeah. okay I control it here and I've got to control it there and yeah, I think absolutely yeah I feel like control is such an illusion it's an illusion with food it's an illusion in life it's like you don't have any control right yeah. and I think when you understand that it then becomes sort of easier to go okay well then what do I need to do to make myself feel better if I can't control this and this control just creates more problems control creates the opposite of the letting go and the surrender right it's the yeah. opposite and then the energy's off i'm big on energy so i feel like with that kind of stuff it's very important to go okay the first thing you want to do is question this comparison thing it's like what's that about for you i yeah. mean hair and despair right like I'm really a big believer of looking at other people's things and, you know, with the right mindset. So, for example, recently, Princess Eugenie just got married and Derek, I can never pronounce his last name, Blasberg or whatever. He posted up this picture of all the Delavines, Cara and Poppy and everybody and him and all like spread over the sofa like, oh, my God, best weekend ever. And it looked like a really cool picture. I was speaking about this to a client recently. And you know, you can look at a picture like that. It's like they were the cool crowd. And I was like, wow, that's such an interesting thought of like, he's made them in his mind, the cool crowd. It's like, well, who decides that they're cool? Number one. And number two, it's like, you know, that was a staged photograph. And number three, every single one of those people in that photograph has a real life, which means they also miss planes and have problems in their relationships and sometimes eat too much sugar and blah, 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 you know. And it's like when you deconstruct that stuff in your brain, you can then look at that picture and be like, oh, that's a nice picture. And that's it. Right. Yeah. 
you've got to deconstruct it through your brain first. And that way you don't need to set limits around what time you're looking at Instagram because it just won't matter. Yeah. So in your mindset to drop those kind of comparisons, it's really is just like building up your mindset. What are your thoughts on like knowing what you've got? So like really focusing on the things that you have in your life that are going on and the things that make you happy. Do you think that is key to not worrying about what other people around you are doing? I just know that I can do me and you can do you, Becky. I just know that my life is different from your life and your life is different from mine and that my hair is different from your hair and your hair is different from mine. And my husband is probably different from, you know, a guy that you're seeing, whatever, and they're different guys. And that where I live is different from where you live and my arse shape is different from your arse shape. So I don't see the point in comparing because you're not and I'm not you. So I don't see the point of putting anybody like above me in this special place or below me. And the only time you're doing that is when you're insecure in yourself. So why would you want to feel insecure in yourself? Because everybody's different, right? So I'm very happy at looking at pictures and go like, oh my God, Becky looks so like happy there. And that's so lovely. Instead of going, oh, Becky looks happy and I'm not happy. And I just wouldn't allow my brain to go there. So big believer of as I say the mindset really matters and comparing is so pointless Becky unless you and I were born with the same DNA in the very same moment and lived the very same life and had the very same outlook and the very same very same very same very same then maybe it might be possible to compare right yeah but we haven't got anything like that and I don't have that with anyone in the world and they don't have that with me so why would I compare I love that it's a very like straight to the point answer there's so many people that talk about well you've got to understand what you love about yourself and we need to focus on all those really great things and actually you're just literally simply saying look we're all different there's just no question about it and there's not even any point on wasting time going any further than the fact that we're 100% and you know what Becky like I want to be different I don't want to be like right and I don't understand that either of like I look sometimes on Instagram and I see these girls and I see them all look the same. I see the same eyebrow shape, the same nose, the same lip liner, the same, the same, the same. And I think it's such a shame. It's like half the time these women, I think, if they just were naturally themselves, they'd look a thousand times yeah. more beautiful. And second of all, what's this thing about wanting to fit in and be the same with everyone else? It's like, be you. Just enjoy your freckles and enjoy your red hair and enjoy your beautiful curls and love your body. And life's so bloody short. It's like, why are people so stuck in this place of I'm not good enough? It's like, who decides that? You decide. And if you think you are and you're going to choose to believe in yourself, go and have a great life, you know? And this is the key. It's like, you get to choose this. You get to choose whether you wake up in the morning and want to put yourself down, or you get to choose whether you get up in the morning and smack your ass and go, I'm hot and I'm bringing it on today. Like, that's totally your choice. It's almost like people enjoy being the victim, don't they? It feels safer there. It feels more comfortable for them to be unhappy and wake up and go, I don't feel great today and I don't look good and this is horrible. And uh, and it is just literally a simple, I am going to feel good today and things are great for me. And exactly as you said, there's no point wasting any other time on it. Life's too short. You can, but how happy are you going to be? You know, I'm a really big believer if I get to choose how I feel. So why would I choose to feel upset or angry or less than or not good enough? Like, why would I choose to feel yeah. those feelings? You know, I've just got this gorgeous puppy. I'm sure you've seen her yeah. flood feed and you know she's just full of energy full of love full of happiness like everything's amazing everything's great everything's fun and I think gosh dogs can really teach us a lot you know my dog is not 
thing in her cot right now going, oh, I really wish I was a Labrador or I really wish I hadn't eaten that bone today because, you know, my body doesn't look good. I mean, what are we doing to ourselves? Like it's so pointless, you know, and they teach you to live in the moment. And I think that's so important. We forget to live in the moment. And I think you're so right. I mean, there's obviously the comparison and the judging others, but actually I think a lot of people focus massively on what are they thinking of me? And actually nobody gives a shit, do they, what you're doing? That's one I, thing I've I, learned. Yeah, when I saw you in my office, it's like yeah. no one fucking cares. I mean, I learned that when I first got clean. I remember saying to this guy, you know, oh my God, I can't come to this place because, you know, I just don't look right. And he was older, this man, much older than me. He was like 65, 66. And he, I was, I think, yeah, 25. And he was like, Jacqueline, no one fucking cares about your genes. Yeah. And for me, it was like a wake-up call. I was like, what do you mean no one cares about my genes? But he was like, everybody cares about their own genes. Like, what are you worried about? Yeah. And, you know, I really hold that true today. It's like nobody cares about what I'm wearing and what I'm doing. I mean, Becky, when I met you in the office a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I said to you, okay, tell me what I was wearing. I'm telling you now, you will not remember unless you said to me something like, oh, I love those. I remember the trainers just because we had a conversation. But, you know, would you remember what style my hair was in and what color my eyeshadow was and what color my jeans were and where they sat on my hip? And No, I just remember that you looked effortlessly fabulous. That's literally all I remember. But yeah, you're so right. I feel that looking that way comes from my thought process, you know, feeling sexy or feeling confident or feeling whatever. It all comes from your thought process. And it's as simple as that. And that is literally the key. It's amazing listening to you. It's literally like, I don't care. Nobody cares. Just get on with it. Change your mindset and move forwards. It's kind of like where, yeah, you're, where you're coming at. Unless, it's actually such a nice way. Absolutely. Unless, of course, you want to sit in a place of self-pity and victim mentality and my life's really rubbish and everyone else can do it better. Like you can do that, but it's like, what a boring life that you're yeah. leading. Why would you want to do that to yourself? And it's, it's like you that's doing that to yourself. <laughs> And I think that stuff is really important. Now, I'm not belittling feeling rubbish. I mean, trust me, I know that feeling. I did that for many years through my addiction. But what I am saying is you can feel rubbish and then you can get help and then you can change it. Don't sit in the pain. You don't have to sit in the pain. That's the beauty of this. And when I talk about the pain, I'm talking about pain in a place of knowing I know that pain. I've been there. You know, you look at me today or you hear my business or even now talking to you and you wouldn't believe the person I was, you know, when I was sick. And it's literally person A, person B. But I'm so passionate about this because I know that if I can do it and I'm talking on the floor, you know, waking up in hospitals, having had my stomach pumped for the fourth time, you know, this kind of thing, because I'd wanted to end it all and all this kind of stuff. I know if I can get from there to here, you sure as hell can. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not or different right it's all in the mind absolutely and I think that's almost the key from the take-home of this podcast is that if I was to say to you even now right okay three tips for someone who is waking up in that victim mindset is caring about what other people are doing is thinking poorly of themselves the tip literally is from your set is change your mindset and decide to feel good isn't it it's literally like get help and just believe on that journey isn't it Yeah. And just understand that, you know, you're feeling that way because of your head and it's not your fault because you haven't learned how to challenge your thinking. So it's not your fault that you're thinking this way, but you don't have to stay in that place is what I would say. Like you can, if you want to, but there is always hope and there is always a light at the end of the tunnel and there is help out there and it is possible to change. It is possible. And the other thing I want to say is, as you go through this stuff, it's like never, ever look at the rest of your life. It's like, I'm still doing one day at a time. 
Yeah. Right. So like, as long as I can get to bed today, not doing this or taking care of that or blah, 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 then I'm cool. Sometimes we just need to slow it down. As I said earlier, put it into bite-sized chunks yeah. and everything Becky is possible. Everything. I love what you are going back to what we just spoke about at the beginning is everything is possible, but everything just happens. It's meant to, doesn't it? And that is what you said about not letting go, but like letting things come to you and believing that things will always wind up on you when you need it. Is that kind of how you go about living your daily life? Yeah. Just trust I believe we're in connection and I'm a big believer in energy and I'm a big believer in it's working how it's meant to. And I'm a big believer in doing the best I can with what I've got putting one foot in front of the other, trying my hardest to do the best I can, which is not perfection, but just doing the best I can because good enough is good enough and putting out into the world all the positivity and the goodness that I can. And I think that stuff's really important and that's really enough for me. Like I don't need to be more than that. Like that's okay. No, that's really powerful. And I'm sure people listening to this will be literally flying out the door because I know that I will be. You've just lifted me up massively anyway. And I know how people can work with you in terms of you do a lot of one-to-one coaching, don't you? But also the life class is something that I know has two kind of facets to it, which is incredible anyway. And one of them, which I would love to do one day, but please tell my audience a little bit more about the life class and just how people can work with you. So the life class is my school online and it's everything I've ever learned since I was 25. So it's a lot of information over six modules. It's sort of laser focus, sharp. It's videos, worksheets. It's six modules of learning how to get your mind right. So it's everything that we're talking about today. It's teaching you how to do that online. And it's a really cool course. I mean, it's life changing. We've had lots of students on there that have literally changed their lives from doing this course. So it's sort of a little secret weapon. It's something you can get on your iPhone. It's something you can do on the train. It's something you can do waiting for your date. It talks about lots of different things like how to manage your feelings, how to manage your heads, confidence, anxiety, depression, all that kind of stuff, goals, everything. So it's a powerful course. And then the other course it runs is if somebody wants to be a life coach themselves, we run a certified course for that too. So that's also on there. So yeah, thelifeclass.com. Amazing. Incredible. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Honestly, I feel like I've had a massive rocket up my ass and I'm like ready to take on the day in a more positive way. So thank you personally. For all of you listening, Jackie can be found at Jacqueline underscore Hurst underscore, isn't it, on Instagram? Jacqueline underscore Hurst underscore. And then it's www.jacquelinehurst.com. Everything will be in the show notes anyway, so you can find her and reach out to her. And I'm sure she will be happy for you guys to reach out via direct messages just to say hi or should you have any further questions with working with her. But thank you so much. It's been a powerful one and I've definitely learned a lot and I'm ready to run out the door (laughs) you're so welcome thank you so much and i will speak to you very soon amazing thanks becky lots of love you have been listening to the alternatively healthy wellness podcast series by becky raven thank you so much for tuning in today please feel free to leave your comments and feedback below and don't forget to give us a lovely little rating for more information on our podcasts, other episodes, and to find out more about what we do, please visit www.alternativelyhealthy.co.uk. And remember, shaping the healthiest version of you means looking purely at you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 